Hey, time for you to reach your full potential. Getting into health and fitness, this is what you're missing. Going hard, I push you to the limit. Go on a journey with genetics coach Laura Phillips. Yeah, yeah, here to take you to the next level. Been in the health and fitness industry since 07. Working with so many athletes. Push it to the limit with world champions, yeah, and some Paralympians. Hey, working from Brisbane to Singapore. We train, we going hard. All out, we keep it raw. Laura Phillips, let's go. Some of you may know that this podcast is now sponsored by Proteus Nutrition, which is a Singapore-based supplement company who are now shipping to Hong Kong, Malaysia, and Indonesia. My all-time favorite supplement is their magnesium, which I take every single night before bed. It noticeably improves my sleep quality and ability to recover from heavy training sessions. My clients notice the same thing. What I love about it too is that it's easy to absorb, easy on the stomach, and we all know that improving your sleep quality allows you to have greater energy levels for the next day. You can get 15% off your first order using the code PODCAST at the checkout. I also love their protein powders, which are arguably the most delicious on the market. So please be sure to check out Proteus Nutrition. The link to their website will be in the show notes listed. And let me know what you think. In this week's episode of Real Talk, I get really real about the five different things you need to set a goal that's going to stick this year in 2024. In my industry, I see way too many people set the same goals the same way year on year on year. And honestly, it breaks my heart because I know that people can do so much better for themselves and I have so much belief in the potential of people. It's really worth listening to this episode so you can get yourself out of the vicious cycle of wanting to lose 10 kilos every year for the next 10 years. We don't have time for that, okay? And chances are you've had the same goal for the last three, five, 10 years, if not longer. So stay tuned, listen to the full episode. And we now have a sponsor. So make sure you listen to the sweet treat provided by Proteus Nutrition here in Singapore. Enjoy. If you have any suggestions on what we should cover next, please leave them in the comment section. I want to talk about what you want to hear about, so leave me your ideas. Merry Christmas and enjoy the festive season. Hope you enjoy this episode. Guys, yo, I'm live, but I don't have the right. <laughs> so as I get everything sorted with the webcam, what's new with you? I haven't been live in forever. It feels like such a hot minute since I was last live. And then I tell you, when, when I say my life just was absolutely crazy in ways I can't even describe. <laughs> no, really, like I can't even describe it. Like being very preoccupied with other things, not because I wanted to be, not because I was working on other stuff. No, I was just working on not getting deported. I was working on staying in the country and behaving and just keeping it together, you know? So this is how we color correct uh, for the webcam. My webcam way is flipping amazing. If you need a webcam, if you need a Christmas present, if someone you love needs a Christmas present, Get them a webcam. I'm not paid or sponsored by Lumina, but I would love to be. And they do excellent, excellent, excellent um, webcams. So something you didn't think I'd be talking about this morning, webcam. Oh my gosh. 
So let's just turn on the brightness in here. Turn on the exposure a little, not that much. Whoa, nearly. I feel like I look old this morning. Like the bags under my eyes are baggier than usual. And that's just going to have to do. Mm, amazing. All right, guys. What's everyone's plan for Christmas? That is in 10 days. Can you believe? Can you imagine? How did that happen? All right. Okay. Webcam is sorted. We are live on uh, Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Twitter, now called X, and Instagram. Thank you for being here this morning. I wanted to have a little conversation surrounding five ways to make healthy habits stick so that you can lose fat for good in 2024. By the way, there's still two weeks left of the year. So why not start now? A lot of people are going to be in the mindset and headspace of effort. Let's just start next year. I promise you 99% of people who say they're going to start next year, they don't start. And that's just 15 years of experience in this industry. It's seeing people say these things and not do them. And as a personal trainer, maybe it's just me. I pick up on this a lot. I really notice when people are out of alignment because that's what actually stops people from making the progress that they want to make. People are out of alignment. They say one thing and they do another. Hmm. I could talk a lot about that this morning. And I guess that is really imperative when it comes to setting goals. So that point is really, really poignant when we think of the topic of goal setting. A lot of people set goals without having an intrinsic connection to that goal. When we set goals, we really want to zone in on what is important to us and have a deep understanding of the value of achieving that goal. What value does that add or bring to your life? What does achieving that goal allow you to do that you're currently unable to do? How will reaching that goal benefit you? Because if you think you'll have more friends for losing 10 kilograms, you have shit friends. And I mean, if they were to become true, you are making friends with the wrong people. Also, you are delusional because you'll find other ways to judge yourself. Trust me. It will become, I'm not smart enough. I don't earn enough money. I don't have enough status. I don't have enough handbags. Not speaking from experience. And so on and so forth. The point I'm trying to make is you can't reach a goal that isn't actually important to you. And when we think about reaching goals in 2024, this is a really good starting point. What is it that you want to feel at the end of 2024? What is it that you want to achieve? But more importantly, why? I believe Simon Sinek talks about like begin with why, start with why. What will losing weight allow you to do? Will it allow you to have a wardrobe with one size and one size only where everything is the same size? Will it allow you to walk into any store anywhere in the world and find clothes that fit you? Will it allow you to have more energy? Will it allow you to keep up with the children? Will it allow you to pick up your children without hurting yourself? Will it allow you to travel on long haul flights? knowing that you can confidently put your suitcase on a conveyor belt without tweaking your back and put a suitcase in an overhead compartment without having a frozen shoulder. What is the tangible benefit of losing the weight, of building strength, of toning up, leaning out, sculpting up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Most of you cannot answer that question, and that's why most of you set goals from a very like aloof frame of mind. And ultimately, that's why you don't achieve them because you don't know why it matters. It just sounds good. It sounds good to want to be a millionaire 
or a 10 millionaire because it sounds ambitious. And when you set goals for the sake of the sound of it, there's no action that moves the needle on that goal. You're not going to substantiate it by actually taking action. And of course, if you don't take action towards reaching your goal, you're not going to get there. That shouldn't surprise you. So my first of many points, and I hope you're taking notes, get your notebook out, guys. (laughs) Get your pen and paper. The first of many points is you need to have some sort of intrinsic connection with your goal. And for me, a goal should always elicit two emotional responses. It should scare the pants off of you and it should excite you at the same time. You have a well-set goal if those two emotions are present when you think about your goal. Why? It should scare you because the feeling of being, uh, for lack of a better word, scared, means that you're going to grow. You have to grow as a person in order to reach this goal. And Greek is good, but yes, it is uncomfortable. Uh, but discomfort is necessary to grow, so it's a catch-22. And it should also elicit a responsive satisfaction, but it should be fun to try and get there. So when I think about one of my goals for this year, which I've achieved, is being able to back squat twice my body weight, being able to back squat 120 kilograms, which I've done. And I've been working towards that for years, 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 and years. Okay. So now next year's goal is to get six reps at 120 kilograms. Now that excites me. I will feel like such a sense of fulfillment to be able to do that because it is a lot of weight. It's twice, more than twice, actually, what I weigh. It's going to be fun to get there. It's going to be a challenge to get there. And Doing one rep at 120 still scares the pants off of me because I still don't really know how to in the same way that I know how to squat 100 kilograms uh, for like 16 reps. I know how to squat 110 kilograms. I know how to squat 115 kilograms. That's relatively second nature to me. I'm still figuring out how to squat 120 kilograms. So it's still relatively new. When you feel those two feelings, you have set a well thought out goal. Now, when we take it from there, especially for people who have wanted to lose weight in the past, lose fat, turn up, build strength, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The next thing we want to consider is what has stopped you from getting there in the past. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. That shouldn't surprise anyone. Okay. But this is what most people skip over. And it's why most people end up repeating the same self-sabotaging cycles of behavior year after year after year. This is why a lot of people will hit the gym 1st of Jan or when the hangover has worn off, so 2nd of January. And then they will be pretty ambitious going to the gym probably four times a week until March because something will happen, life will happen. Maybe they have to move countries or relocate and uh, inevitably they, they stop because they don't know how to adjust. They don't know how to recalibrate. They don't know how to continue imperfectly. They don't know how to take imperfect action because their limiting belief is that if it's not perfect, it's not worth it, okay? And I've said this before, extremes kill dreams. So in saying that, if you have had the goal of losing weight before and if you've been that person who goes to the gym 2nd of January and hits the ground running and has all this momentum and finds it easy when they're motivated, But within three months, let's say it's 1st of March, your regularity is maybe not so regular. It's probably because you have a perfectionistic mindset of, again, if it's not perfect, it's not worth it. If I can't go 10 out of 10 on everything, then what's the point in trying? That is just one 
potential self-limiting belief that I've seen a lot of high-achieving women, but one of many. But my point being, until you sit down and reflect on why you haven't moved the needle on your goals and why you haven't actually gotten anywhere, you're not going to learn how to hack your own brain. And so following any influencer, you know, instruction, YouTube video, diet is going to be relatively pointless until you know how to work with how you are wired. So again, if you identify as being a perfectionist, working on taking imperfect action is going to help you move the needle long term. But this is a self-awareness game. And most people don't have self-awareness because most people don't sit with themselves and reflect on their own past and their own behaviors and what has held them back before to unpack what they need to unlearn so that they can learn different ways so that they can actually break through to the next stage uh, in the health and fitness journey. So all that to say, unless you sit down and look at what you've done in the past and consider and think about what has worked and why and what hasn't worked and why and what lines of thought are serving you and what lines of thought are holding you back, you will repeat what you've done every other year. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, that's the hard truth, but you need to hear it. So daily reflection is really important. (laughs) Sitting down with your own thoughts and journaling is really important. Maybe asking a friend why you think you haven't gone where you want to go with your health and fitness could be a nice opportunity to learn some things about yourself. If you're not very self-aware, then this is your invitation to build on that self-awareness. Moving on to my next point, once we have those insights, well, then we want to look at what beliefs we want to have about ourselves, okay? So people are very quick to try and change their behaviors without changing their belief system. What they don't understand, however, is that your belief system underpins your behaviors and your behaviors feed into your habits because your habits are just repeated behaviors, essentially, okay? But a lot of people like, I'm just going to go to the gym five times a week. I'm just going to go for a run twice a week, even though they hate running. I'm just going to stop eating all the foods that I enjoy. Like, are you stupid or what? How long do you think that's going to last? I mean, newsflash honey buns. It didn't work in the past. It's not going to work this year. It's not going to work in 2024. If it didn't work in 2023 or 2022 or 2021 or 2020. So let's just get with the program for two seconds and understand that. You need to go back to your belief system and unpack why your beliefs are the way that they are, and then bridge the gap between what they are now and what we want them to be or need them to be in order to, again, move the needle on your goals long-term. Stemming from that, we want to look at our goals through three different lenses. So we want to zoom in and we want to zoom out and we want to toggle between the two. So if you want to lose weight, and a lot of people do, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of people do, If you want to lose 12 kilograms next year, let's just say 12 easy maths, girl maths, then you want to lose essentially three kilograms a quarter. So one kilogram a month, which is 250 grams a week. That's it. 250 grams a week is not a lot. It's really not a lot. A kilogram a week is a lot. That is a lot more aggressive. That is a much more ambitious goal. But 250 grams a week is half the weight of this drink. Okay, it's literally half the weight. This is 473 mil. So it's about half the weight of this drink. If you want to lose 12 kilograms in 2024, essentially, if you reverse engineer from that and work out what that means every single week, it's 250 grams a week. It's half the weight 
of this drink. It's nothing. Okay. But again, a lot of people shoot themselves in their foot because they look at Everest and they look at the top of Everest and they look at getting to Everest. And that seems insurmountable because they only look at their goals through the macro lens. Macro meaning big, grand scale. We want to look at the macro, so the big scale. We also want to look at the meso. Think of that as like intermediate. Think of that as like your quarterly, your monthly or quarterly goals. And then reverse engineer, look at the micro. And the micro is like the day-to-day and the week-to-week. Now, when you connect the dots between micro, meso, and macro, achieving your goals is really easy. But you have to be consistent, and most people aren't, because consistency is boring. And people get shiny object syndrome because, again, consistency is boring. So they think, oh, I'll just start a different diet. I'll start a different boot camp. I'll start a da 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 I was saying this to someone this morning. Opening new tabs is fun. My God, you should see my bra. I have like 25 pinned tabs, something ridiculous. Opening tabs is fun. I am that person. But if you want to move the needle on something, you have to open the tab, do what is on the tab, complete it, close the tab, then open the next one. You shouldn't be looking to try something new until you've applied yourself so consistently at something that you can't get what you're doing right wrong. Okay, it's one thing to practice something until you get it right every single time. It's another thing to practice it to the point of not getting it wrong. And a lot of people start new things prematurely out of boredom, out of frustration, out of just wanting cheap dopamine, honestly. And they end up with the same goal quarter after quarter, year after year, decade after decade. So all this to say you need three lenses when it comes to your goals. You need to look at what you need to do on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis. Perfect example. Well, not. Oh, shouldn't flatter myself that much. I'll give you an example. For me, the boxes I'm looking to tick for my health and fitness every single day is getting over two, cr- two grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. Okay, so whatever you weigh on the scales, I multiply that by two plus, it's more like 2.4, and that is my daily protein intake goal. Oh my God, Instagram just closed on me. Why? Okay, hello, Instagram. What the hell just happened? Why you gotta be like that? Apologies, we are back. And apparently Instagram's telling my followers that I've started a live video. Thank goodness for that, because I had people watching. If you have any questions, by the way, please just put them in the comment section because I will see them on StreamYard. So... Anything that comes to mind, just let me know. And if you want a copy of this, also just send me your email address so I can send you a copy straight to your inbox. I would love to do that. We're just waiting for Instagram to pick back up. Don't you hate it when you're ranting about something and then Instagram just crashes on you? Like, rude. Anyway, so we were talking about goal setting. And if you want to lose, for example, 12 kilograms in 2024, If we reverse engineer from that, that looks like one kilogram every month, which is not a lot, super sustainable, which equates to 250 grams each week, which also is not a lot, super sustainable. It's like half the weight of this drink. Okay, so we need to connect the dots between micro, meso and macro. Macro being the big goal, the grand scheme of things. Meso being intermediate in between, think month to month, quarter to quarter. And then micro being day-to-day and week-to-week. If I give you an example, day-to-day for me, protein intake, I was just talking about, so it's 2.4 grams of protein per kilo of what I weigh every day, as well as at the moment, it's about five liters of water a day. Supplements, so my creatine, ashwagandha, magnesium, bisglycinate, 
supplies for this night. Zinc, vitamin C, just because a lot of people in Singapore and I think around the world are falling ill at the moment with the change of season and travel. So I'm taking extra vitamin C and working out, obviously. I'm usually training. I'm lifting weights at the moment every single day, seven days a week. Cardio is about half an hour to 45 minutes, just depending. And that keeps me pretty healthy. I could always do a little bit better in the sleep department. That is something for me to work on and and mindfulness. But, you know, if I think about wanting to be able to back squat 120 kilograms for six reps next year, which is one of my goals, I need to be able to do two reps by, you know, by March, essentially. So if I break down that big goal and I look at how to calibrate that on a meso cycle, so that again, month to month, quarter to quarter, it means I need to be able to do two reps. Well, obviously three reps by July. So if I work backwards from there, it means I need to be able to do at least one and a half, if not two reps by March. Okay. So that's how I look at it. And I can also look back from there and look at how I work at a lower weight. So it means I need to be able to do probably 12 to 15 reps at 110 kilograms. So I can do more work at 110 kilograms, which will feed into my ability to lift at 120. For now, 120 is largely neurological. It's just my brain figuring out how to use my strength to make that happen Uh, you know at the moment 110 is relatively familiar and I feel pretty strong and I feel like I've got really good depth and speed 115 also by by and large yes some days not so much but by and large it feels familiar it feels doable comfortable familiar 120 is still feeling very foreign because I've done it once so that's to be expected but going back to how to set goals so that you can achieve them and know that you are on the right track to achieve them. We, again, want to look at how what we're doing on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis is feeding into what you need to be doing on a month-to-month and quarterly basis, which is feeding into what you need to or what you're looking to achieve by the end of the year. So think of it as stepping stones, okay, or climbing a ladder. If the big goal is at the top of the ladder, each run should link to the next. It shouldn't be a run, a second run, a third one, and then a massive gap, which is how most people set their goals. In fact, most people's ladders have zero freaking steps on them in the first place, like no runs at all. They just think they're going to go from the bottom to the top. They started from the bottom, now we're here. Like, I don't know, they just think they're Drake. That's not how it happens, guys. There's steps involved along the way. And if you're not making daily, you know, deposits into your goal bank by taking action, on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-month, quarterly basis, you shouldn't be surprised when you don't get there. That's just the truth. You just shouldn't be surprised. If you were spending more than what you were saving, you shouldn't be surprised when you end up like broke. You shouldn't expect to want to be a millionaire or a 10 millionaire if you're spending more than what you're earning, if you're not investing your money, if you're not diversifying your investments, if you have no idea how much you spend, you know, like simple stuff simple stuff. My next point is consistency, which I've touched on previously. Consistency is so not sexy, but people who can be consistent get so much further than people who can't. If you want to achieve your goal, you're going to have to make peace with the fact that at some point it's going to be boring. I do the same workout I did for the last year, uh, the year before, and it's probably very similar to the year before that. 
Like the way that I train, don't get me wrong, I've learned a ton and I continue to learn and I continue to look for ways to do a better job at what I'm doing and be more efficient. Who doesn't want more bang for their buck? It's not entirely identical, but the exercises are very much the same. I still do back squats. I still do pendulums. I still do leg press. I still do hack squats. I still do leg extensions. If I'm thinking about more quad-based movements, so the front of the legs, my, my approach is very similar. If I think about my rep ranges, I'm still incorporating one to six reps. I'm still incorporating eight to 12 reps. I'm still incorporating, you know, 13 to 20 reps. That hasn't changed. If I'm thinking about my rest period, that's more or less the same. When it's on lower body, I take about three minutes rest between sets. And I sometimes negotiate a fourth minute. If I think about my, my nutrition, I look at Instagram memories and Insta story memories and Facebook uh, story memories. I eat the same damn thing. It's still chicken. It's 100 grams of chicken rice. It's 150 grams of cooked whole wheat pasta. It's uh, however many grams of vegetables. It's the same because it works. Okay. And people have this tendency to change things that are working. If it's working, why change it? And most of you don't apply anything long enough to actually know if it's working. And that's the truth. A lot of you don't think something is working because you haven't been consistent at it long enough to have any tangible data on whether you're making progress on your weight loss goals or not. You think, oh, I ate a salad once and I'm not five kilos lighter. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You ate a salad once. Once being the keyword. Also, a salad isn't the best way to lose weight. So my point being is, are you willing to do what you do on January 1st, on the 1st of February, the 1st of March? the 1st of April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Most of you are not. And most of you are not also because from the get-go, your approach is far too extreme. Again, extremes kill dreams. So unless you see yourself being able to continue with what you're doing in four months from now, in six months from now, in 12 months from now and beyond, I just don't know what you expect. You should expect to fluctuate on the scales. You should expect that you'll lose strength. You should expect that you're not really going to get where you want to go. Because again, from the get-go, you've kind of chosen a very limiting approach or limited approach, shall we say. So a lot of you know I've been training for 13 consecutive years now. I've been training on average, if we look at all of those years, I would say the average is five times a week. And I've been eating as much protein as I am today for, let's see, seven years, I would say seven or eight years. And I'm like, hey, what can I say? It's working. And I have a very high tolerance for boredom. I get that. Like I was an athlete. So, you know, you got to be consistent, guys. There's just, you can't shortcut consistency. You cannot shortcut consistency. So if you want to work out three times this week, but then January 1st, you're going to go to six times for the whole of January, you're not going to be able to sustain it. And then of course, in February, you're going to go back to three times and then you'll feel like a failure because if it's not perfect, then it's not worth it. And then you'll probably just drop to once and you'll just go to the occasional yoga or Pilates session and then wonder why you've lost muscle definition. You see what people do? Like they get into these cycles of just going 110 and then back to 100 and then minus zero. So this is where you see people lose 10 kilos and put on 12. Again, until you are doing something at least 50% of the time, 90% of the time, you're not consistent. What do I mean by that? If we zoom in and zoom out 50% of the time, so more than half of the days in the week, until you're working out 
more than half the days of the week for more than 90% of the year, you're not consistent. That to me is entry-level consistency, entry-level consistency. Everything before that is an attempt to become consistent, is groundwork towards becoming more consistent, is not a wasted effort, is not, not noteworthy, but it's also not foundational consistency. So for me, that is the gateway to, again, losing weight, building more strength, seeing that tangible progress. It comes from doing something 50% of the time, 90% of the time. Until you're there, don't complain about the results you don't get because chances are it lies in changing that behavior. And if we go back to one of my earlier points, if you're not consistent, it's probably because you don't think you can be consistent. If you don't think you can be consistent, it's because you're obsessed in looking at the evidence of all the times you haven't been consistent. So that's a self-limiting belief that is keeping you from being consistent until you address that belief and unpack why that exists. Nothing is going to stick long-term, nothing. So the irony is if you've been consistent in not losing weight every single year, or if you've been consistent at being inconsistent, you've actually still been consistent. You've just been consistent at being inconsistent. So if you can flip that and be consistent at being consistent, I mean, imagine what you could achieve, you know, imagine. My last point is to be focused, which very much ties into consistency. So again, a lot of people are going to try something for January. They're going to detox, not drink alcohol, not eat carbs because apparently carbs are the devil. And then reach February and be like, made it. Time to celebrate, time to party, time to let my hair down, time to let some steam off. And then they're going to open more new shiny object tabs in their brain because that's fun. And that is dopamine. And we love dopamine, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. There's a reason why we love dopamine. Okay. So my last point being focus. People don't know how to focus. People know how to get distracted. People are great at distracting themselves. In fact, I was listening to a podcast where they talked about how responsible we are for distracting ourselves, how our attention span has gone from two minutes to 40 seconds, how we cannot keep our mind on one topic and one subject for more than that duration. And that is the same when it comes to health and fitness. How many people switch approaches when they get bored of something? How many people will hear that their hairdresser tried a new diet and lost five kilos, not factoring in half those kilos were muscle, by the way, and then decide that they want to try it themselves? How many people want to start like a new high intensity class at this new fancy Fandango gym? Because, oh my God, Ryan is wearing the cutest glasses right now. You should be online. I have to take a photo. Hang on. What are you doing? It's so funny because I was just wearing the same glasses and now he's wearing is like Christmas glasses. <laughs> I love them on you. They're so cute. Interrupt my live so that you can be on. You have to come all the way to the side. Hi. Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry crisis. Merry, you are in crisis. Merry crisis. You are in crisis. What do you mean? Oh, no. Denny, Denny. Denny. Merry Chrysler. Oh, my God. You. That is so funny. They suit you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so talk about focus. Isn't that funny? We're just talking about focus and this mofo comes into my video. Like, totally not focused. Yes. So focus. Guys, focus, 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 focus. Making time to revisit your goals really helps with focus. Going back to 
your why. What is your intrinsic connection with your goal? Why does reaching that goal matter to you? What is the significance of that? How does that improve your life? What is that going to allow you to do that you can't currently do or that you're not currently able to do? What is the value in reaching that goal? Making time to go back at the end of each, well, I set weekly goals for myself personally, across my business, across personal items, across fitness. I set weekly goals, monthly goals, quarterly goals, yearly goals. Like I'm very dialed into that. But making time on regular intervals to go back to your goals and ascertain how on track you are and reconnect and go, okay, does that still matter to me? Is that still important to me? And if it's still important to you, then then good. Okay, then then keep working towards it. If it's not, why is it not important to you? Did you have a light bulb moment? Did you have an aha moment about you know, your perspective on weight loss? Did you suddenly realize that actually losing this much sleep at night, trying to lose weight is not worth it? And honestly, for a lot of people, they would be much happier if they made peace with the fact that they can probably survive three to five kilos heavier than their goal weight and be happier. That's just the truth. Most people could be three to five kilos heavier than their goal weight and be happier if, 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 if they could accept themselves. And that is actually a big reason why a lot of people think that losing weight will make them happy. That's, that's not what it is. A lot of people just want to feel accepted and you can't feel accepted by another person until you feel accepted by yourself. So that's a slightly different topic for maybe another live training, but I wanted to make the mention of the importance in reconnecting with your goals, which again, doing that on a weekly or monthly basis really helps with staying focused. There are always going to be more diets out there. There's always going to be different approaches to exercise that you could take. There's no, unfortunately, no shortage of that. There's no shortage of, you know, quick fix supplements, fat burning supplements out there, which again, it's just great marketing. Okay. It's just people prying on your insecurities. At the end of the day, the same thing works for 99% of people. Sufficient protein, caloric deficit, lift heavy shit, (laughs) like progressively overloading the gym. Those three things, that's it, honestly. But why are people not doing that? Well, because it's boring. It doesn't have to be, but it's just, it becomes mundane. It's repetitive. And a lot of people don't have the bandwidth and tolerance for that much repetition, for that much consistency, for that much you know, day in, day out, hit the weights, hit the protein, caloric deficit, even know what a caloric deficit is, even know how many calories they're consuming. So honestly, it's not going to be hard to come across more fad diets in 2024. There's going to be more shiny objects out there to be distracted by how successful you are in terms of reaching your goals and getting the outcomes you're looking to reach. That all comes down to how focused you can be. And your ability to focus, again, is directly linked with how important your goals are to you and how dialed in you are to the significance of those goals to you, the impact of reaching those goals uh, to you on your, on your life, okay? So no point setting a goal for someone else. No point setting a goal because you think it'll get you more friends or more approval or more acceptance. It won't. If your goal ultimately isn't important to you, if it doesn't feel meaningful, if it doesn't scare the pants off of you and excite you at the same time, it's not going to get you anywhere. So I hope you found this to be helpful. I'm sorry, Instagram crashed uh, in the middle of things. That was unfortunate. There will be a part one and part two. I'm not even sure if the first part went onto my IG feed. I have no idea. Instagram has a lot of explaining to do. I'll tell you that much. 
but I am recording the whole thing on StreamYard. So if you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, then you will see this. And so we will make sure this becomes a podcast episode that we can send your way. If you want a copy, just leave me your email or send it to me in the DM so that I can produce a copy for you. Hope you are having an amazing Friday and 10 days till Christmas. Please stay safe and enjoy the festive season. I look forward to seeing you in the next training. Thank you and bye for now. Guys, that's it. That's a wrap. That's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Real Talk with your gal pal. That's me, Laura Rogers. Please be sure to leave us a review. Give us your feedback on what else you would like me to talk about. I always want to deliver content on things that excite you and that are going to benefit you in your health and fitness journey. So do give us a review. Before you forget, I know you're busy. I've got to run off and record another episode. Do check us out on the other social media platforms listed below as well because you might just like what you see or hear there. So, you know, be sure to do that. I look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. And again, please leave us a review. Let us know your thoughts. It would mean the absolute world to me. Stay healthy and I'll see you in the next one.